Welcome to By Design with Lynn and Danette. We're so glad you're here. I'm Lynn. And I'm Danette. And our hope is that this is a space where you'll find encouragement for your home and for your soul. We have real conversations about God, interior design, and all the things we love. Our hearts are to encourage women to run their race, to keep their eyes on God, and somehow we manage to offer up some design advice for your homes in between. We share from our real life experiences, and from time to time, we talk to some amazing guests. And check out our website, bydesignpodcast.com. There you'll find links to all the things we talk about. You can follow us there on Instagram and Facebook and Pinterest. Pinterest is my favorite. Yeah. And we have pictures of the things we talk about. So design, inspiration, books. Make sure you go follow that. We're just by design on Pinterest, right? Yeah. Just well, by the design. link is there at the bydesignpodcast.com. Right. And um, you can listen to our show on our website. So um, there's just a little play button down at the end of each post. Or you can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or on your Android device. And that gets you bonus points. Yeah. (laughs) You don't know that we're keeping track. (laughs) I'm just joking. We're not keeping track. I wouldn't even know how. My husband's always like, there's a point system just in general. Because I'm always like, ooh, extra point. I know. Points, bud. Seriously. Why? I think it's just our culture. Sports. Winning. (laughs) Well, and boys in my house, you know, it's like everything is we're competitive about and honestly, Kurt isn't even competitive. It's me. Like, I'm sure he is. But he's, he's just naturally good at everything. That's why we hate him. Jerk. Yeah, he's that guy in high school that, you know. Right. Doesn't even care that he's good at it. Or try. That wasn't me. All people that went to high school with me right now are like, oh, we remember her in high school. She was a nerd. Anywho. Um, sorry, I sound kind of like man just today. We have a cold in the Felsman house and... I actually don't have it, but for some reason, I feel like maybe I'm being left out. So <laughs> I don't know, but we're all sniffling. I know it's going around. It is. We're yeah. on the mend. Yes, you are. Well, and uh, good friends share germs. We share. Yep. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, and uh, it's you know it's just a busy time of year for a lot of people. You know, ending of the year and beginning of the new year. Um, we are in the middle of getting ready to go to Kenya. Oh, which is so exciting. So tell tell us about terrifying. this. Is it a mission trip? It is kind of, you know, Kurt and I, we went to Kenya four years ago for the first time um, with some friends and we got to go with Kids Alive. And um, at that time, the, the president was there and we got to travel around to see the homes with him. And it was totally life-changing for me. I wrote more about it on my blog that you can read about mm. it, but um because it was during a time that I was really broken and searching and um just really vulnerable and transparent and just raw. Like Oh I yeah. Just, yeah, I think I remember the same time that you like had kind of a fallout emotionally, right? Yeah, with just my, dealing with things you yeah. at the same time we're traveling to another country right. and it kind of the first time I left my kids and they were like 4 years younger. So like Jude was only like golly, what four seven minus four is three wow. he was three like so i was you know leaving my babies for the first time and all those crazy thoughts about flying over oceans that maybe i'm the only mom that has those but i was for sure thinking i was never coming home so you had that <laughs> you had just mental breakdown yeah and of then, like past like <clears throat> past hurts right right and like dealing with my own um like being sinned against with abuses and then here i am face to face with these beautiful children who have seen way too much hurt and been hurt and are facing no hope, you know, Mm. but then, then seeing how kids alive has come alongside and is giving the whole communities and families 
um, just a new opportunity hmm. of hope and they're getting like, they're going to be able to have education and meals and they will be leaders in their country one day and they'll be safe and they'll they're be safe, safe yeah. and they're hearing about Jesus and they're, they're thriving now. You know, hmm. these kids that once could never dream about what they wanted to be when they grew up because they were on the streets or their parents had abandoned them or their parents had died from AIDS or whatever, but now mm-hmm. they have hope and they have a future. And so it's just so beautiful to see these homes be run. And it really changed my whole perspective for like, I think for the rest of my life, like I'll mm-hmm. never. So Kurt and I have always been like, you know, when we, when the boys get old enough, we would love to take them um, to Kenya. And like we, one of the little girls that we sponsor, we, you know, we, we got to meet her and Kurt's been back since too. And, mm-hmm. you know, we get to have that relationship with them. So we're just so excited. So this spring, both Kurt and I, we were actually at the Kids Alive 100 year celebration. It was like mm. their birthday. It was a big thing. And all of the directors from all over the world were there. And some of the kids that have gone through the system all the way through and just hearing their stories. And just, it was just so great that Kurt and I were like, you know what? It's time. We want to take the kids mm-hmm. before they get too much older. And um, our youngest now, Jude, will be almost eight. So he's going to remember you know, mm-hmm. he's not like he's too little, but this is our big family vacation. This is it. Like this is, this is their Disney world. My kids aren't going to, I'm not paying for them to go to Disney world. No, so. this is it. <laughs> this is it. So yeah, so we get to go and we um, get to spend some time with our friends from Nairobi Chapel for the first few days. Kurt's going to lead worship with Nico um, at the big chapel, which will be so awesome. Mm. And then um, we go with Kids Alive and we go to the homes that they have throughout Kenya. Now, tell me a little bit more about Nairobi Chapel, just for people who don't know. Yeah, it's a humongous church. Their heart is to plant, I can't remember how many hundreds of churches. I think it's like 200 by the year. Where is it? It's in Nairobi. They have them all over the world now, though. Like There's plants. So it's pretty pretty incredible. But the one I think that Kurt is going to be singing at, the one, I see this is like where it's bad. Kurt has more of the details about this, but... um, there's plants all over Nairobi, hmm. um, all over Kenya. Uh, they have one that they'll be doing in Uganda, a new church plant that our church is able to partner with. Hmm. There's one in Rwanda. There's one in, you know, there's, they're all over in um, Liberia. And so it's, it's just so cool seeing these, these church plants. But um, yeah, there's like thousands and thousands of people that go there. And like the, the senior pastor, the head pastor, uh, Oscar, he is just brilliant brilliant mm-hmm. he has such a heart for god's word and the gospel and seeing lives changed forever and so he is just giving it all and his team they're just it's awesome to be partners with them in that so the cool thing is is that so we're there kurt will lead we do the can we do the kids alive thing we come back um the end of january and then we're here for like two weeks and then Kirk goes back to Kenya with all the guys with Seven Glory and all the guys and some friends and they're touring a lot of the church plants and they're playing. So they're doing like Kenya, Rwanda, Uganda. And Seven Glory, for those of you who don't know, is yeah, a band. Yeah, it's a band. They're a band, but they Kurt's heart is worship. And um, so they'll be leading worship and... Yeah, it'll be really great. It's just it's just so cool. They got to go before. Actually, we'll link to that. There's a song they did um, even now. Oh, yeah. And the video is all the footage, like some some footage from their last tour of yeah, Kenya. Yeah, that and would it's be great. so cool. Just for people to see what it's like over there and yeah. what the worship. It was just an awesome time for the guys just to mm-hmm. go because they're like a brothers, right? They're like a real brotherhood. So mm-hmm. they go and 
they just it's just so good for them well i'm looking forward to when you get back and what oh you have God, write yeah. about it and what the lord does seriously and- i'm so excited i kind of can't believe we get to go you know it's like another one of those things like god thank you this is such an opportunity and i'm not i'm not for one second treating it lightly of like mm-hmm. no big deal like i'm praying for my kids hearts that the things they see and the things they smell and touch and get to play that they it never ever leaves them, you know, that it will change their perspective for years to come, mm-hmm. not just, you know, for today. Yeah. But anyway, so that's, that's what's, so we're busy trying to do that. You know, we got all our immunizations, getting all the stuff packed and ready to go. And we'll be taking some stuff for the homes too. So that's exciting. But when you guys hear this, we'll be like leaving the next day. <laughs> right. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of scary. Oh. And like, as far as my boys go, the longest, like Jude's the only one that's flown on an airplane oh, with me back home to Canada. So for them, it's like the first big airplane mm-hmm. ride and it's to Nairobi. So they're pretty excited. They, they're like, they're just excited that they get to watch movies for <laughs> hours and hours and hours on end. And mom will say, yeah, sure. More TV time. Go oh, ahead. man. Well, I'm like a narcoleptic when I get on a plane. Something about the air pressure. So I get on and I fall asleep and I, I would sleep the whole time oh. and drool and oh, like my mouth would be open. I oh, know. Not pretty. I, well, I, I even take a gravel or like a Benadryl or something to like help me sleep sometimes. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> You'll Kel- be passed out. Kurt will Seriously? be like manning the children. I've flown with Kelly before and it's so funny. Like, I remember <laughs> the one time I barely, I just ba- barely remember like opening my eyes and lifting my eye thing up and seeing her across the aisle, just making sure that she was still there. <laughs> and then she like was waving at me and I just like put it back down. Like I have no words for you. <laughs> if we sleep. ever fly anywhere together, that would be hilarious. <laughs> they think wake us up. Ma'am, you've missed your connection flight. <laughs> Oh, mercy. We should fly somewhere together. Let's mm. take this thing on the road. <laughs> One day. By Design Podcast does... Where? <laughs> Who would want us? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> True. Oh. So our January is really busy. Yeah. And you are traveling. Mm-hmm. And so I will not be traveling. Mm. So I will be here and I might write a little bit about some of the things going on. Yay. Just, yeah. So um, some of our posts might be more reading than listening. Right. It, you'll know, though, because we'll tell you yep. on those days. Because mm-hmm. you'll still hear our beautiful voices. <laughs> Can't get rid of them. Yeah. But, you know, I, I'm i excited about that, too, because mm. uh, one of the callings on my heart that I feel pulled to is writing. Yeah. And I want to do more of that in the new year. So how do you think that's tied to your word? Because you have a new key. Um, how oh. do you think the writing is tied to your your abide that you wear in your key? Good question. Abide. I just want to rest in the Lord. Mm. And for me, you know, I, I dealt with a lot of fears about speaking on a podcast and writing and being public about my faith. I don't mm. know. I just, yeah, I'm more comfortable hiding out. So this is all um, abiding for me just means dwelling just in the presence of Christ and not being fearful, mm. you know, just resting in that safe place and being um, who I am called to be and whatever is in front of me that I'm going to do the next thing. And so, you know, I have something in my heart that wants to put words to what God is teaching me. And I've, I mentioned it before, but it's all tied up in when um, my husband got sick and I, something, a, a new part of me came alive. So that was like kind of the first time for you to like write what God was putting on your heart? 
Yeah, you know, on my blog, I've been blogging for uh, eight years since my daughter was born. And so, but it was all about what my, you know, someone rolled over or someone, you know, just like things that excite you. And then even before Derek got sick, I started becoming more vocal about my faith and Mm. on there sharing a few things. But it was really hard for me, which is crazy because I just, you know, uh, who am I to... Um, mm-hmm. say anything about mm-hmm. the Lord. And, you know, I, I... But that the thing is, though, I can see in you, like, I feel like the the thing that we can only boast in is Jesus. Right. Like, we can say a lot of stuff, but at the mm-hmm. end of the day, the only thing that we really can boast in is right. the cross. And, yeah, and, you know, um, people who teach the Word of God, mm-hmm. it's not to be taken lightly. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. That's, and so I... It's in Scripture. <laughs> it, it's scriptural, and yeah. I am... I don't consider myself a teacher. I know. And so I, you know, even you and I, when we talk on this podcast, sometimes we go off on things that we believe and think in the word. And I know that our editor edits some of that out for us (laughs) (laughs) because we get really excited about things, but yet we want to just be people that point the way. And yeah. there are people that are great teachers, and that's not us. Right. Well, and I, that's not who so, we want anyway, to be. So, anyway, you're right. Yeah. So, I want to share my what the mm. Lord is teaching me. God yes. is teaching me things, and I, I do want to share just how it's changing my life. And anyway, so th- those are the kinds of things that I'm I can't wait. writing about. And for me, it's abiding, um, you know. In the vine. Yeah, I'm resting in Him and... That's so great. Trusting him with whatever is next. So, so I'm going to be writing a little bit. Thankfully, Lynn is leaving, <laughs> so I have to. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, God. And with Lynn leaving, I'm taking my the our editor with us. <laughs> so right, <clears throat> yes, it's great. So I got for Christmas. Kirk got me for Christmas. He got me a, a new key. Mm. That's okay. This is the perks of having your husband edit the podcast because then he really does have to listen to you. <laughs> So um, he heard that I wanted and that this word small has been rolling around in my head all fall. And so he got it for me. He, he did. So I was like so excited. And honestly, it's so funny. I, I posted a picture of it and I said that it was better than diamonds, like mm-hmm. that your husband bringing home diamonds. And it was came on a perfect day too. You needed that I key needed that, that day. I that key that day. And only, seriously, only God does these things. And um, he couldn't. Yeah. Anyways, it was just so great. And it really is better than diamonds. So, girl, whoever you are, go get yourself a key. Tell your husband or your boyfriend or whatever that you want to try a giving key. And I'm telling you, it's going to mean more to you than mm-hmm. any pretty rock. So, yeah, not that those things are bad, but it was pretty cool. So, anyways, I was really excited to get it. And I'd have the word small on it. So, it's just that great reminder of um, keeping perspective that of my place. You know, Mm -hmm. like I love that story of Esther. You guys have heard me talk about it before about like, maybe this is the time for you. You know, like maybe you were created for such a time as now. Like this Mm -hmm. is, this is the moment that God has created you for. And I fully believe that. And so I just want to keep myself small so that I need to rely on God's greatness. You know, Mm -hmm. I need to rely on God more and just realizing that my perspective is not always true like thinking better of myself than I really am, you know, and especially mm-hmm. in our culture, that's what everyone wants to tell you that you matter and you, you know what I mean? Like you are king of your 
Right. Our heart, the heart yes. is deceitful. It is. And so it's just that reminder of staying humble and small before an almighty God and that he is big and able and mm-hmm. I can I can just let him be God and I can just be small. I'm so okay with that. And the freedom that comes with that is just been wonderful. So I am loving my key. So thanks. Thanksgiving keys. <laughs> thanks, Kurt. <laughs> yeah. So. I'm excited for this year, you know, and starting this year out with going to Kenya, you know, it's like I'm, this world's so much bigger than we realize, you know, and seeing your place, but we do have a place and Mm -hmm. however small it is, I'm still just going to live it out as hard as I can, you know, and so I'm really excited to go to Kenya and start it out this year with Mm -hmm. that, you know, perspective. Yeah, that's beautiful. And, you know, I, when you were talking about being small, I was reminded of something relating to being small recently. I went to a, an estate sale. Ooh. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, I actually... Oh. <laughs> Sorry, now I got all excited. <laughs> well, anyway, I went after the estate sale. Um, the sweet friend of mine was letting me come after to gather some things to give to a woman's home because oh, awesome. I'm helping decorate it. So... But, so I'm walking around this house and the, um, the sisters are there whose parents have passed. And mm. I think, anyway, it's this beautiful home. And, um, but there's like, I was really struck by it because there's boxes of things and, you know, they have taken the, the meaningful things and kept what they could. Of course. And, um, but then the rest of it, whatever's left is just being given away. Sold off. Yeah. And even at this point, it was after everything was sold that could be sold and what was left is just being given away. Yeah. And there was still a lot of it. And I was just thinking about where our treasures are. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we spend so... I'm thinking of this now because of the Christmas season and the money that I've spent mm. and on all these things. And they're not eternal. Mm-mm. What hit, one of the things that has been rocking me and reminding me how small I am and how short my time is on this earth is Derek and I collect matchbooks. We don't smoke, but we do like matches. Okay. <laughs> don't um, play with fire. <laughs> no, it's just, I, lo- I do love the smell of matches. Yeah. I'm a weirdo. But wherever we go, whenever we go somewhere, we collect a matchbook. That's so fun. Now, even our wedding gift, we made like little matchbooks and Aww. made like a little paper on the outside. That's so And cute. stamped it with a G for Gora. Like we're dorks. I still have some of those, but we collect matchbooks. And so I, in this home, they had like this little, um, like apocryphy glass mm-hmm. a couple of them and they were full of matches and one of the daughters oh. took a big one that was pretty and there was a small one left and I took it because it was just so sweet so now at my house whenever mm-hmm. I'm going to light matches I'm going back to this oh. this glass dish and our you know little whatever yes and it has matches of a couple's life probably places they've traveled oh. and the part that gets me is they've gone amazing places all over the world, right? Like, mm-hmm. I'm guessing that they've been to these hotels, like in New York and the Plaza, and I'm lighting That's matches so cool. from these places that we'll never go That's and we'll so never cool. stay. But they're gone, and their memories of their mm. matchbooks are now in my hands. That's and so they would cool. have probably ended up in the trash because, right? But that—that's the kind of thing that. It really puts life in perspective, my small life Mm -hmm. and the time that I have here 
just looking forward to this new year. How how am I going to make it matter? Yeah. You know, I don't know. I think I might write more about this, but yeah. it's just, I've been, these little matchbooks That's and so every time. Cool. And I love how like to some people, they just be garbage, like you said, but to you, but like that's how you can see. It's something God is just showing me. And, yeah. um, but what makes my life meaningful is this word abide and mm-hmm. that my moments are resting in Christ. Mm-hmm. Our lives are so short. Yeah. And our life, you know, right? our time here is going to be gone. All the things that we hold dear and having our homes. It's like and what Heather Holloman was saying back. She was saying like, you know, what's in your homes isn't eternal except for the people. You the know, the people. people that we have in our homes and the people that we are raising in our homes and the people that we get to host. You know, these mm-hmm. are the people that are eternal. Like, let's fill our homes with that beauty. With people. Let's not be afraid. Let's challenge ourselves in this new year to invite people in and make relationships and talk about eternal things mm-hmm. that do matter. But I'm I'm struck by this, like listening to you talk, like how God is in my mind, kind of like weaving my word and your word together, yeah. like yeah. abide and small, and it's, it's so just cool. God is so good. And I don't know, we we're gonna be praying for our listeners and the people that you know, which we do. It's so funny. We do. We want God to use whatever He's showing us. We're giving it away. You yeah. know, it's not that we are anything. You could be the person on a podcast talking. You know, we're just giving away whatever God mm-hmm. shows us in right. hopes that it would encourage someone else to right. have a a broader view of That's God right. and a smaller view of themselves. That's what we want. That's our hearts. Yeah. So absolutely. Uh, amen, girl. Amen. And, and so. seriously, we really do. We before every podcast, we pray, mm-hmm. um, and we pray. You know that God would give us words and that God would be with the people listening. So, so whatever person even need, prayed for today. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> And yes, that's so great. But it's funny. So talking about our designy things, I know we haven't really talked about this yet, but like Mm -hmm. just, I think that's just such a great, just talking about like that estate sale and the Mm -hmm. things that are left behind and that it's okay to have beautiful things in your home that you love and that you collect, but just to not put your hope in those things, right? Right, yeah. Don't hold them too tight. Mm-hmm. It's just um, stuff. Right. Where should our treasure be? Where should our hearts focus be? Mm-hmm. And you know how you find out what that is? Is what do you talk about a lot? Yeah. Because it says in the Bible, where yeah, your heart I, is, that's where your treasure is. And so, and then the overflow of our hearts, our mouth speaks. Mm-hmm. So, w- what do you find yourself thinking and talking about a lot? Because right. that's where your treasure is. Mm-hmm. And there's hope for all of us. Exactly. We can't just... If we ask for anything in his name, he will bless it, Mm -hmm. right? Like we can ask the Lord to change our desires and give us eyes and hearts for him and show us more of himself. And, you know, so not all of us have arrived. I know I haven't. I have to pray these things every day (laughs) and ask God to show me more. Preaching the gospel to ourselves every day. Mm -hmm. I love it. But, well, this is great. I hope that... um, you know, whatever you're thinking about for this new year, it kind of stirs in all of us. Like, what do we want this to be? And this is, what do you want to be remembered by? You know, what do you want to be known for? Kurt and I went up to a church and we heard a pastor speak about this. And he was saying that by the age of six, your child knows what's most important to you. Oh my gosh. Which is, right? Like by the age of six, they know what is most important to you, mom to you dad like they know they can tell so 
Hmm. Like that this is a new year. And so let's... New start. Yeah. Let's live it well, you know? Yep. And you know, this is uh, just a good time to put a reminder out there about... I think I've talked about this before, how... Um, just the idea of giving your kids a verse for the year yeah, and like taping it above idea, their bed. Yes, good so, reminder. Yeah. Um, the whole concept is you basically pick out a verse or um, something in the Bible that you want your child to grow in and that you think that the Lord needs to speak into their lives. And so, and you take the verse and you just write it on whatever and you paste it above their bed. And then you you recite the verse with them at night and you pray it over them every mm. night for a year. And it's just neat to see how um, that truth becomes real to them. That oh, one I thing, love that. a whole year of the same truth, the kids end up believing it. And I, this wasn't my idea. Some, I love it though. I heard it in Mops one year. Some lady That's gave so a testimony great. on video. So there's someone out there who really, this is their great idea and we've been blessed by it. So that's awesome. Yeah. yeah I just do that. Yeah. It doesn't have to be just about us. We can also help our kids find ways Amen. to just put intentional focus into their lives. That's awesome. Oh my golly. That's great. Okay. Well, happy day. Yep. Talk to you guys later. Bye.